Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the CBT podcast. I'm your host Shiko, as usual. Um, before I get right into our discussion today, I'll let my colleague and friend introduce himself. Okay, thank you so much uh, Shiko for the invite for the today's podcast. Just to my listeners, uh, my name is uh, Alex Okech Moses, a psychologist practicing at CBT Kenya and I'm glad to be with you today through this recording. Welcome, Alex, to our episode. Um, so, September, it's almost mid-September, uh, but September is World Suicide Awareness Month, and I'm sure today is on the 12th. So, on the 10th, um, it's usually, September 10th is usually World Suicide Awareness Day, where everyone is encouraged to do campaigns to raise awareness on suicide and that's what we are discussing today we are promoting uh, wellness we are promoting ways of um, ways of helping people uh, get by uh, helping people with their thoughts and all that uh, but before we get right into it Probably I can let you, the listeners know about this year's theme, which is creating hope through action. And this is the action that we're doing today. So Alex, probably you can take us through the history uh, of suicide. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Ashiko, for that uh, fantastic introduction. Yes. Uh, so just getting straight into our discussion today, uh, just believing that our listeners, you're there uh, following us through. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it is a Suicide Awareness Month, uh, whereby we're trying to create a lot of awareness and uh, create a advocacy about it, and also help our people understand some of the available uh, support programs uh, that can also help us reduce the increasing cases of uh, suicide. So just to start... Uh, I don't want to dig so deep uh, into when we recorded the first cases of uh, suicide, yeah. either locally or globally mm-hmm. or internationally. But I could just want to provide some uh, the most recent figures that are showing uh, the basic statistics to uh, matters related with suicide. So uh, suicide has now become uh, a global health concern. And when I say it has become a global health concern, it's because the numbers are really rising. There is an upside in the numbers of uh, suicide, both locally and internationally. So uh, when I was just checking through some of the most recent uh, data that has been released, yeah. even by the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. They are all showing that uh, almost 800,000 people are dying out of suicide globally in every year. Almost 800,000. Yeah. And to be more specific, those are the ones who have died out of suicide. But they've if, attempted and they've, they've died out of it. They have died out of it. Yeah. But if some other data could be released of those who have suicidal thoughts, the figures could be uh, spiking way higher than even the 800,000 figure that we're speaking about. Uh, Probably just to 
just to uh, interrupt a little bit, is it more compared to our time, compared to the previous years? Is it growing as during this time of technology, during this time, this time the 2023, is it more compared to our previous years? Uh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, the most recent released uh, figures, mm -hmm. uh, they are quite higher than the ones from the previous research. Yeah. And as you were almost mentioning, there are a number of factors that are contributing to that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of hardship, economic hardship across uh, the world. Uh, we are now facing the real statistics after the effect of COVID-19 mm -hmm. that uh, happened across the globe, you see. Uh, there have been increased cases of mental health across the world. And all these are the things that are now uh, perpetuating, you know, uh, these increased numbers of uh, suicide, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, when I just speak more about uh, these statistics, the same research has also shown that uh, young people are more vulnerable uh, to suicide. More uh, young people, teenagers who are aging between 14 years old up to around 24 years, mm -hmm. they are more vulnerable, you know, because there's a time they have a crisis of transition. Yeah. Uh, they really want to identify what they are, who they are in their struggle to fit into the society, in their yeah. struggle to outstand. They have a lot that is uh, going through their life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, most of them fail to get their clear identity. And when they fail to get this alongside some other, uh, you know, struggles in life, so many of them resolve to just consider suicide as an option, you see. Uh, but also the same statistics are also showing that there are more cases of uh, suicide that are reported from the Western countries yeah. than uh, in our African continent. Uh, and there are so many reasons to that. Uh, still narrowing back down into our country, uh, the figures are also varying uh, from different ethnic crowns, uh, different ages, and uh, even different belief systems attached mm. to it. You've said it's more common on the Western mm. side and more than in the African. Is it the reason why it's... Uh, what, word, what word should I use? Is it because it's a taboo, it's a, it's a stigma? Is it why we're stigmatizing it? Because it's not common in our African context or society or culture. Mm. Yeah. Uh, most of uh, the mental health issues are more stigmatized mm -hmm. in the African context, mm -hmm. even than the Western cultures, yeah. actually. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they are more stigmatized here in Africa is because not all people have been exposed to awareness uh, about mental health, okay. you know? Yeah. Uh, and that lack of knowledge to everybody mm -hmm has led to what we are calling a taboo to some of these actions. Mm -hmm. Like in an African context, dying out of suicide mm -hmm. is a taboo. It is. It's, a cultural, it's very traumatizing. It's a cultural taboo. Yeah. 
and just that definition to it, mm-hmm. a taboo, even becomes a reason why some other people consider other options rather than doing it. Mm-hmm. Because they know this has a moral consequence in an African culture. Yeah. If I die of suicide, mm-hmm. I am going to leave a long cultural repercussion even to my generation. Yeah. They will all be known to be a family that made this uh, moral downgrade yeah. you know, of uh, having a taboo, you see. Yeah. But in a Western culture, some of these things have been normalized. Mm-hmm. With them, it is more of someone has uh, taken a choice to go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and on top of now, so many other factors that uh, brings a disparity between uh, these two uh, continents. Yeah. You know. Oh, okay, that's very educational. Mm. I've learned something new on that. Uh, probably that segment. Mm. Probably, or you have something? No, uh, maybe something. The last part I could say before we continue into the body of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just to a little bit help my listener understand what is suicide. Yeah. Suicide is a sign of a mental illness. Suicide. Yes. It's a sign of mental illness, actually. And most of the times, it is as a sign that it manifests uh, in moody disorders. Moody disorders, just to mention a few, uh, could be depression, anxiety, bipolar. You see, mm-hmm. but also you could find these suicidal thoughts that also are manifesting in even psychotic disorders mm-hmm. such as schizophrenia and so many other schizoaffective disorder, personality disorders, and so many other. But do you think loneliness is part of a suicidal thought or a suicidal probably? Disorder or something like that because you've mentioned the depression, you've mentioned mm. the schizophrenia. Is loneliness part of it? Loneliness, uh, let me say, it is a warning sign mm-hmm. because it is a sign of withdrawal mm-hmm. from the social world, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it's just a warning sign that someone is going through a psychological torture. Mm-hmm someone has an emotional imbalance, oh, okay. you see. Uh, so just to conclude on what I was trying to build up, uh, so suicide is more of an illusion or a belief that someone has, that what they are going through, they are suffering, for example, their predicaments, their problems, their situations are not going to be reversed. Just a belief that my situation is so worse and nobody can come to my aid neither can i even change it yeah so just because of that now someone believes that the only solution to it is to make my life short-lived just to kill myself yeah. the most common layman language to it just to kill yourself that's what people suicide say you know uh but now as we do this awareness, we also want to help our listeners to understand that uh, in order for us as well to take away the stigma attached to this uh, illness, yeah. we now don't say 
people commit suicide yeah. and now say people die out of suicide yeah. people die of suicide mm -hmm. you know like it is an illness that made someone to do that mm -hmm. it was it is it, it is not someone's choice to do it it's an, an illness that reduced someone's cognitive abilities that impaired someone's uh, physical abilities and emotional ability to withhold what they are going through and like rendered the them weak, yeah. rendered them vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that is how the, uh, they subscribe to it. Ooh, that's a very, very good. I've never heard of another simpler way of defining suicide. Uh, so what are the warning signs of or yeah, how can we identify? Mm. Yeah. Oh, so that's good. It's an interesting part now to educate our yes. listeners on that. Yeah. Uh, so it, it is very important for everybody who's listening that we start to be very mindful of our behaviors. We start to be very mindful of our feelings and lastly, our words. And when you do it to yourself, also be very cautious of the emotions, the words and behaviors of the people around you. Yeah. That is how you'll be able to not change. You know? So the warning signs are changes that you may start to observe either in yourself or a person is closer to you. And this can, can be manifested uh, in different ways. There are some words someone can verbalize, someone can express their feelings, yeah. and there are some other observable actions or change of routines and patterns. Yeah. Just to mention the first ones, uh, if you come across, for example, someone saying, uh, I want to die, you know, mm -hmm. that's just a statement, it's verbal, you know, someone saying, uh, I have great guilt to myself and shame to myself, yeah. you know, and they usually direct it to themselves, not to other people. To themselves, yeah. I am a burden yeah. to my family. I'm a burden to my wife, to my husband. You know, I'm letting down our family. Yeah. When people say such kind of statements, mm -hmm. uh, that are communicating their weakness. If someone is trying to assemble weakness with themselves. Mm -hmm. Someone is trying to label him or herself yeah. with weakness, yeah. you see? Mm -hmm. That communicates a warning sign, you know? But also when speak about emotions, someone could say statements like, I really feel so empty. I feel hopeless. I feel trapped. Uh, or I have no reason. I don't feel any reason of living, yeah. being alive, you know? Someone could say, I feel extremely sad, more anxious. Uh, someone could say, I feel having unbearable emotional uh, moments. And what is important at this point, consider the intensity to which someone is expressing these feelings. Mm -hmm. Someone could describe it in a manner you really feel it is coming from the bottom of their heart. Yeah. It's not just at the surface of their lips, but it's something that is all coming from their heart. Mm -hmm. I feel so empty. The way someone does it, just by even checking their demeanor, mm -hmm. by checking the voice and the tone that comes with it, you're able to see uh, what that really means.
And also, lastly, the other part, which is behavior, uh, which is also very important. Uh, you can start to see change in patterns. For example, uh, you may find someone is now making a plan or searching or researching a way they want to kill themselves, you know. Uh, if, for example, you start to find someone is uh, accumulating, for example, different uh, prescribed medications, either in their room, in their wardrobe, you know, and they are not meant for any of their diagnosed illness, mm -hmm. that communicates something, you know. If, for example, you find that someone is even trying to have a thread closer to them, where they are sleeping, yeah. that's a behavior, that's an action, you know. You, you realize that someone is also spending much time in very desolate places, mm -hmm. very lonely places. Someone has become a pattern of uh, spending much time maybe in their closed rooms. That's a very sensitive uh, behavior change mm -hmm. that communicates, you know. Uh, people starting to withdraw from friends and even some others start to say statements like goodbye, you know. Yeah, yeah goodbye, you know, from nowhere. And you even find someone has begun to have a behavior of even giving out maybe their properties, yeah. giving out uh, whatever that they own. And they don't rationalize it so well, like, they don't explain why they are doing it. Mm -hmm. So someone just start to give out, you know, or even someone start to make a will. A will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a will maybe now to the other people in the family. Yeah. And you can't really say why that is happening. Mm -hmm. So that starts to communicate to you, this is a warning sign that probably this person is processing death yeah. is processing and thinking about death you know uh, and also people start to engage in very dangerous and risky behaviors mm -hmm. you know over speeding when driving you know people start to even engage in very uh, unsafe sexual activities you know someone start to indulge more uh, in drug abuse yeah. you know uh, and other different angles that can be given to it. But someone starts to lose the care for themselves. Mm -hmm. And when I speak about these risky behaviors, can either be risky to themselves or risky to the people around them. Mm -hmm. You see? Uh, but also, when I speak about observing the possible warning signs, there are also some other people that you may start to observe yeah, that they, they are also doing self-harm. Yeah. Self mm -hmm. Someone is either cutting their wrist, yeah. you know, uh, or someone uh, can even, you know, uh, use, for example, something like a pin or a, uh, maybe uh, yeah, a pin or something sharp to just allow blood to ooze yeah. out of their body, yes. you know. Some other people can even uh, just harm or uh, just maybe pain their cheeks or another part of the body. And that one, of course, helps to feed in a better way. But once you start to observe such kind of things, mm -hmm. these are warning signs. Yeah. Self-harm, you know, uh, someone having, uh, cutting their wrist, uh, 
someone even trying to to burn themselves mm-hmm. some other people do that uh, all those things communicate some other things you can as well observe even when people walk their posture someone is trying not to maintain a very low uh, eye contact yeah. they are 100% focusing language. on the ground where they are moving yeah. their body language as you say yeah. all these are detectors they are things that communicate to you that probably this person is going through someone and something and they want to withdraw from social interactions mm-hmm. you know so um, as we educate people as we promote awareness mm. so how how what are the tips of helping such people now that you've told us that there are these signs we have the verbal we have the um how they feel how they project themselves and their behavioral patterns mm. how do we help these people uh, one and uh, most important thing especially in a month like this mm-hmm. uh, is to create awareness yes first and foremost to everybody yeah. to just allow people to understand that there are illnesses what you call mental illnesses that can result to intrusive thoughts yeah. which may result to actions for death yeah. which is what we are calling suicide so just creating that awareness is very important then from there more other things that we can explore is uh, trying to ensure that we have available and affordable mental health services for the victims now. You see, first and foremost, we create awareness. We've spoken about these signs, meaning if my listener is able to pick these signs in him or her, let them go to the nearest mental health service provider for support, you see. Or if you identify them with your friend, refer your friend to a nearest affordable uh, mental health clinic, mm-hmm. you know, counseling professionals that were around, yeah. you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, having programs of uh, educating people through different platforms, could be virtual meetings, barazas, uh, those are things that are very important mm-hmm. to ensure that people really have the knowledge in their fingertips. Uh, trying to build very strong social support networks. So it's very important, you know, uh, whereby people can come together, express themselves to one another. Mm-hmm. Those who are going through similar uh, issues in life and those who even have a diversity of what they are going through. But just trying to build some strong social support networks, you know. Uh, when I speak about social support networks, for example, we have uh, moody disorder uh, social support networks. Uh, We have, for example, uh, addiction uh, support groups. People who are there are the people who are going through the same same challenges and they find people are going through the same challenges and they are able to listen from one another. These are things that we should encourage now in our societies, Mm -hmm. you see. Uh, and of course, trying to nurture a culture of openness, a culture of empathy, and a culture of uh, supportive communication. Yeah. And this to mean, if someone met you today and they spoke to you, what is running on their mind? Or someone passed closer to you and you realize they have uh, 
some marks on their wrist. How will you react to that? Yeah. What will you ask them? Will you make them comfortable around you? Yes. So that is the conversation, like trying to nurture a culture of openness, a culture of empathy, yeah. and a culture of very supportive communications. Yeah. Especially to those who are going through these challenges, you know. And lastly, what I may say on my end, is trying to promote also uh, uh, some frameworks uh, that can be able to give support uh, on emergency uh, levels. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, having uh, helplines and hotlines yeah. that are you know, staffed with professionals that people can just define these services just a phone call away from wherever they are through the helplines and the hotlines. There are some of them that I know they are existing, but another way that we can give uh, more support into these uh, is by advocating for more of those programs. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. So that people can reach out at any time, wherever they are. So you've say you've talked about the programs, you've talked about the hotline numbers, you've also talked about the support groups. So probably as we wind up, um, do you think our mental health department or can I say probably the ministry, do you think it has what do you think it has do you think it has improved their services on the suicide um, education or the suicide mm -hmm. topic? What do you think it has done? Well, that's a good uh, question. Mm -hmm. uh, we have what we call uh, the Mental Health Act. Yes. And uh, under the Mental Health Act still there is what we call a suicide uh, policy. Mm -hmm. You see? So the Ministry of Health uh, is doing a lot. Mm -hmm. And that is section I call the Mental Health Act mm -hmm. is also trying to ensure that these programs are widespread in the country. If I have to speak about our country mm -hmm. here, Kenya, yes. and even outside, yeah. you see. Uh, programs about mental health nowadays have been integrated mm -hmm. even into uh, academic uh, curriculum programs, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Uh, matters of mental health are being now integrated almost in every department, yeah. even in the government, mm -hmm. you see. So uh, there's much more that is being done by the relevant authorities. That one I can say openly mm -hmm. and confidently. Yeah. But the thing is that there are more challenges, especially in this evolving world. Mm -hmm. You see, there are more interventions that have been put to prevent, mm -hmm. to promote awareness, you see, and provide support. But on the other side, people are also going through evolving times evolving times that are coming with very unbearable and uh, different issues in life that people are taking long to adjust into, to comply into, and they even tend to have low knowledge on how to handle those issues, you see. Uh, yeah, that's all I could say about that. Okay, so there's a lot that is being done. There's a lot that is being done. Mm -hmm. uh, by the necessary agencies, okay. uh, by the private uh, agencies, by the NGOs, by the government, by the private sectors. Uh, there's a lot that is being done. And if, for example, I uh, also need to educate our listeners, 
that suicide, as I said, it is something that it starts as a thought. Yeah. Then a thought, when it goes beyond bearable limits, yeah. it now becomes an action. So one of the most easiest way someone can address it is when you try your best to change your thoughts. You can try your best to restructure your thoughts. When you're having very intrusive thoughts, mm -hmm. thoughts about self-hate, you know, thoughts about, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, shame to yourself, all those things, when they start to cross your mind, yeah. the best approach to it, find some time, find a cool place, and start to readdress your thoughts, start to refigure your thoughts, you see? And that is the best way. And some research that is highly correlated with CBT as an approach yeah. says that there is a very uh, a close relationship between our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. Yeah. That the way you think informs how you feel. And the way you feel, consequently, also informs what you're going to do. Yeah. You see? So we are encouraging our listeners that before you find yourself at the behavior point mm -hmm. of killing yourself, consult and seek support at a time when you have just the bare thoughts. Yeah. Because at that point, it is so easy for you to be supported. Yes. And someone who is a professional can help you restructure your thoughts and you can be out of it. Mm, thank you so much, Alex, for that educative mm. uh, points. So probably as we wind up, this help, this mm. support, suicide is, we need to have more open conversations. True, true. Yeah. Uh, so anything, oh, okay, at CBT Kenya, we have very good professionals who are ready and willing to help um, anyone. Um, Anyone going through any mental health challenge, be it the mood disorders, be it to be it be any sort of mental illness, but uh, probably as a parting shot, what would you say about suicide? What do you think can be done, probably, as you wind up, as your parting shot? Mm. Yeah. Uh, just my parting shot is uh, just to remind my listeners that. Uh, uh, suicide is uh, not a one-time event. Yeah. It's not a sudden and tragic uh, outcome. Mm -hmm. uh, it is not a one-time pandemic. It is something that it grows over time. Just to form a thought. So I'm just reminding and calling the attention of my listeners once again that sometimes it is very normal to have negative thoughts. Mm -hmm out of frustration, yeah. disappointments, yeah. losing a very uh, niche career opportunity, mm -hmm. losing a loved one, yeah. negative thought may cross your mind, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so let's start to seek support at that point when it is just a thought, yeah. before it develops to be an action. Even simply having a conversation about how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for listening in uh we've really learned a lot especially i've really learned a lot about the suicide mm. we need to we, it just it just doesn't end on september by the way it's more of promoting in um just having a daily routine 
it's more of a continuous effort. So thank you so much, Alex, for uh, sharing your thoughts. We will be back with uh, more discussions on mental health and wellness.